Hey, Bestie. Welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur, your favorite podcast on all things society, culture, and so much more. I'm your host, Alicia, and I'm so happy you're here. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. What are we getting into this week? Well, grab your favorite beverage, a snack, and let's get into it. Stay tuned. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur with your fave, Alicia. I am so excited um, to welcome this guest today. This is someone who I've been following on social media, like all of her social media. <laughs> I've been following on all of her social media um, and just really admiring, you know, the content she shares, the resources, tips, tricks, all the work she does. Um, today, we have Nelly Acevedo on the podcast uh she is a traffic tricks course creator she is host of black moms chat podcast and founder of brooklynactivemama.com plus 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 many other things right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. welcome to chit chat connoisseur how are you thank you for having me i am so good i'm happy to be here i'm so happy you're here like i was saying y'all it's been I mean, I think probably like a couple of years. I've just, I think during the height of the pandemic, it was like trying to connect with other content creators. So many people were, you know, saying, hey, I have nothing to do at home. Let me start a blog. Let me like, or something I was previously doing. Let me get this going again. So it was really cool to connect with other creators and other people. And you were one of them for me, you know, and I've just been following your journey ever since. Um, I follow you back, honey. So don't think as you just out here. I know that's right. (laughs) We're mutual. We're mutual. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it's like, you know, I always tell people you can really learn. You don't know it all. Like we can truly learn from other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I have had my blog now and my website for a while, but you know, I always learn something new when I check out your things and other content creators as well. So it's good that we're all, you know, mutually learning from one another, which I really respect. Um, so y'all know how I like to start off the week <laughs> or at least the podcast because <laughs> I have not been keeping up with these weekly because that's who I am as a person. But anyway, um, so this week, y'all, we like to do our, <laughs> we like to do our, like our life hack of the week. And I am going to tell you all that this week, for those who may be living under a rock, um, there have been a lot of changes on social media and a lot of changes just kind of like going on in the world. And for me right now, I am looking around at, and, and this is, let me gather my thoughts. So this is kind of hard because a lot of what we do requires us to be on social media yes. and to mm-hmm. be online. But right yes. now I feel like social media, a lot of different platforms are incredibly toxic and some of the environment and the atmosphere has become a dark place and become a very sad place. So I, this weekend was doom scrolling on Twitter and Twitter, again, for those of you that don't know, was just bought by this man named Elon Musk child. If you don't know who Elon Musk is, that's fine. But he just (laughs) acquired Twitter for like a bajillion dollars um, after like a legal battle and this whole thing. And it's just, he's, his thing is he's wanted to, 
um, encourage free speech on the app, which he feels has been censored. Exactly. Me and Nelly are giving eyes. Y'all, we're giving eyes. Just can't. It's too it just, much. It's too much. And it has become, it's become in the last literally three days since he's owned the app at a much more toxic place. And, you know, lots of slurs and, you know, racism and anti-Semitism and just a lot of different things. So I was doom scrolling this weekend and I finally had to say self. <laughs> get off <laughs> social media I was like get off Twitter do like a cleanse just like yes. remove yourself from this and get back on this later when you have the mental fortitude to do so and I had to just mm-hmm. admit to myself that I just don't have it I just don't have it right now so my life hack honestly is just take a break when you need to. And I know it's easy to get caught up in social media. And honestly, a lot of our entertainment comes from social media, but like, just take a break, y'all just take a break, go do something else, go watch a movie, go sit outside and breathe the, breathe the airs. Just get away. (laughs) Just get away. That's my life hack slash rant. (laughs) Well, mine is related to yours because same. Um, Twitter Mm. has been awful and Twitter I've been on Twitter since 2009 so I've seen it go through some ups and some downs people abandoned Twitter people hated Twitter Mm -hmm. Um, people only came to Twitter when IG was down you know what I mean like it was just (laughs) Twitter was just the lowest of the low for a long time so it's only the last couple years I think since pandemic that Twitter has really just kind of stepped up and become this really powerful social platform but it, it was always a powerful social platform Sure. But I noticed the same when the acquisition happened. And you know what? I started blocking, deleting, muting certain terms. Um, Mm -hmm. If you notice, the trending topics have become wildly toxic. I started reporting them as spam, honey. Um, You know, so (laughs) (laughs) she said report as spam, report as she's like, I said, this is harmful. This is harmful. This is harmful to me. So (laughs) that's what I've been doing. And let me tell you, it has cleaned up my feed so much. Now I see y'all again and it's not so crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. I totally, I muted Elon. I muted Musk. I muted Me Musky. <laughs> I, mu- I muted everything that's related to that person I have used to them. They're going to have to come in and find me. You know what I mean? Like, so... I agree. That would be my mm. life hack because one thing about this fall, it has been beautiful. I mean, in New York, it has been gorgeous. I've mm. been to Central Park. I've been to just walking around like, geez, my my city is so beautiful. Yes. And just like seeing the the changes of the leaves and the the leaves on the floor. And it's just, a, it feels like you're in a romance novel every time you walk outside. Oh. So just enjoy outside. Enjoy Social media outside. is fun it is fun but there's so much real world things happening that you're missing because we're scrolling 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 it's like let's put the phone down let's literally turn it off if you can't because I can't turn my phone off because children but -hmm. if you can't actually turn your phone off do it if you can go for a walk a really long walk do it even like listening to podcasts and things like this is just it's so good for the soul And hearing and seeing some of the vitriol that's on Twitter right now, it could take you down. And don't forget, this is still election season. So it's election season. It is craziness on Twitter. It is our elected officials being literally attacked in their homes. It is a lot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, touch grass. That's all I got to say. (laughs) Touch grass. Just touch it. It's amazing. (laughs) 
and leave. I I agree. I co-sign. If I could co-sign 20 more times, I would. It's just, I think, again, it's just a matter of taking a break from all of it. I think that, again, our lives in this day and age is so intertwined in social media and it being is. online and all that it but is. it is important to kind of go back to you know our roots you know I'm a woman of a certain age and when I was yes. younger we didn't have you know social media we didn't have all those things we, and we still enjoyed our life and we still enjoyed our friends and and lived lived fruitful lives so I just I mm-hmm. think it's important for all of us to just kind of take a break right now and just look around at what's important to us and just kind of yeah. focus on that and choose joy and that is my life hack for the week So with all that being said, let's get into it. So tell us, Nelly, a bit about yourself, you know, what it is that you do and kind of how you got into this world of, you know, blogging and and content creation and also teaching others how to, you know, get numbers to their website and how to get some traffic to their website. Yeah, for sure. So I started blogging approximately 11 years ago. It's a long time ago. I started mm-hmm. blogging because I was pregnant and my doctor said, yo, you can't go to the gym. And I'm like, what you mean? I can't go to the gym. So <laughs> I was just literally like, just, you know, just venting and telling my stories and things like that. Then I had the baby three months later and it became a weight loss journey blog where I was, you know, just sharing everything that I ate every time I went to the gym. And it was really fun. And it was no pressure. And I had a small little community of people that kind of, we all commented on each other's blogs. I mean, like 60, 80 comments. We just had this really amazing community of people who literally read every word of what was going on in our lives. And it was a fun time to be a blogger. Then we kind of transitioned into the influencer status, which was like influencer before influencer now influencer, right so yeah. the, <laughs> the, you know we went through all of the hard parts to being an influencer now you could just literally take your pick up your phone take a photo and you're an influencer yeah. so it's you know we went through all the hard things we had to figure out contracts and we had to figure out usage rights and we had to figure out how to take the right photos with the right cameras and the dslrs and all of these things that we had to go through and that was probably between I would say 2014 and 2018. And so in 2016 is when I went full-time becoming an influencer slash blogger. My blog really wasn't making money except for the sponsored posts that I was writing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really mainly about going to events in New York City because they would pay you really well to go to an event and do a I wouldn't say there was no TikTok back then and do (laughs) (laughs) and do an Instagram photo about it and a blog post right so that's what they would pay you to do back then that's what influencing was all about and then the perfect IG life came about where you started doing photo shoots and you had to have the perfect aesthetic on IG (laughs) aesthetic aesthetic girl uh, remember when everyone's instagram at one point like all the big influencers all it was like a theme like they were either doing like the sepia tones or someone was doing black and white i remember at one point trying that and i was like absolutely not this is i was so over it by like 10 posts in and i was just like yeah we're done whatever color you're getting is whatever you're getting getting. i know like it was between that and like, I had a weird, oh, I had one that went for like a year. I don't know how I did it. I had a quote, I had a black and white and I had a color. Oh, geez. So that, <laughs> that is dedication. 
Oh Lord. So imagine I am outside in these New York City streets trying to get up a color photo and realize that I have not done my quote or my black and white. So I just oh, like geez. I'm throwing up anything to keep this stupid aesthetic up. Yeah. yeah happy that's over. That was a yes. crazy time. That was that was a rough time for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yes, yeah, so that's what I, my life was from 2016. Um in 2016 as well, when I quit my full-time job. Um, I was an account manager for a startup, a financial startup for a really long time. And I quit to go full-time and also kind of be there for my kids. It was kind of hard to get people to pick up my kids and drop off and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I quit partly for the kids and partly to really start a business and see if I could do this entrepreneur thing. So I started BAM Digital Media, which is my company. And that basically was helping out small business owners with their social media, with their content and things like that. That was the first phase of the program. And then the pandemic hit. (laughs) And Mm. um, obviously being in New York City was, it was still traumatizing. I do rank that and 9-11 as two of the same types of feelings. It was the most traumatizing thing that New Yorkers have ever gone through. And I strongly recommend that if you're new, if you are in New York and you went through both of those things, then we need therapy because it was traumatic. Yeah, it was it traumatic. Was, I can, <laughs> I can imagine. I can it was imagine. a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. So right when that happened, I lost all of my event revenue. Mm. My event revenue went out the door. Nobody was meeting anymore. And my event revenue was 60% of my income. Wow. So wow. I was caught when I say caught out there I was caught out there and I couldn't do yeah. unemployment because I was employing myself <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so it became a time where I had to go deep into that 40 percent of my business which was my blog and do sponsored posts and as well as an ad I'm on the ad revenue network which is Mediavine and at that time it was making me like I don't know like 300 a month something like that mm-hmm. so I was like okay, we need to figure out how to get 300 to 3000 because this, this, I, there's no events, but a foreseeable future. So I really sat everything down, told my husband, I said, look, I'm going to be working from eight to eight every day. I'm going to be pumping out content. I'm going to be taking photos of food. Y'all are going to eat really well because I'm going to be baking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's like, she was like, I'm making sourdough bread. Like yeah, five days there's going to be, yeah. And I'm going to be like, and I got all my stuff from Amazon, like the overhead photography, everything. I said, we're going to be doing this. Sure. And he was like, no problem. As long as the kids are fed. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. So it was a really, a, it was a building year for me, 2020, because I knew that traffic wasn't going to come right away. Mm-hmm. I also knew that if I did what I had to do in that building year, the next year, it would be really popping for me. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time learning SEO, listened to a lot of podcasts, watched a lot of YouTube videos. And, you know, honestly, the people who are on top of this industry are all white men Mm -hmm. and they all have blogs, like dozens of blogs that make millions of dollars. And it's like, I really, as a black woman, wanted to step back and be like, why, why are we not doing this? Because they make, they're making a lot of money on us giving information to people. Mm-hmm. Not even, you know, not even just black people, but just giving information to people who want it. And I'm not seeing anybody of color at the top of these types of this type of business. So I really put my head down, 
learn SEO from the bottom up, um, really worked on my photography, really worked on promotion, marketing, what worked, what didn't work. I'm a person that's, I'm a very analytic person. I'm a very, I'm a person that's like more of the producer. So I'm always standing back to kind of look and see what's going on. How did that, how did they make that video? Oh, that was like three shots. Oh, four shots. Okay. And then they cut and then they shifted that in there, you know? So that was kind of, I was doing a lot of analytics mm-hmm. and just like that in a year, my blog traffic had, you know, grown by like 500%. Wow. And, you know, I was mm-hmm. making a couple thousand per month on the blog and I was like, wait, okay, we're good now. So then I started to say, I need to bring up everybody else. So I made the traffic tricks course yeah. um, last year, which was really exciting and successful. And I literally shared everything that I did during 2020. So I shared everything, everything from the bottom to the top, everything that I've learned, everything that's working for me. And I shared it and I update it once in a while so that people know that if anything has changed on my current process, it's in that course as well. Sure. So I did that. And then my friends were like, okay, this is cool, but I need you to look at my website. (laughs) (laughs) I started doing one-on-one consultations with bloggers, just literally doing a blog audit, everything that they had, looking at their content, seeing where they can go, giving them a a strategy and direction of where they can go, telling them what's wrong, telling them what I would change and how they can kind of get Google to recognize them as a legitimate authority in whatever topic that they're talking about. Sure. So that's how I've gotten there. And then now I'm at like, finally, I'm at five figures a month. And that has been like really a pinnacle of the hard work for the past two years. And just like the rest of these dudes that I watch on (laughs) YouTube all the time, I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm not going to sit here and stop. I'm going to keep going, keep pumping out content. I do a new post every five, every day for five days a week. And um, I just make sure that I'm giving the audience what they want. I'm constantly, constantly studying what my audience wants, likes, responds to, and then I make more of that. So that's how, that was my whole story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that. I think oftentimes people don't realize that running a business or having some sort of hobby or some sort of passion and whatever, you go through pivots, there are peaks and valleys, and it's not always going to be the same thing. I've said this before, my blog started off as I used to travel a lot for work at the company that I was working with at the time. And because I was traveling, I was seeing all these really cool new places I hadn't seen before. So I wanted to document the places that I was going to and the things that I was seeing. And I did that for a little bit, but then I moved on to another position and I wasn't traveling as much anymore so I was kind of like okay what do I do here so then I started blogging about like pop culture so here's the thing I love pop culture I think (laughs) that's who I am as a person I'm a millennial you know like it's just like what we do right like pop Mm -hmm. culture but at the same time I didn't particularly care about writing about pop culture like that wasn't driving me to want to like log into my website and like write a blog about like Kim and Kanye like you know what I'm saying like it was like after a while like you know, those two to begin with. Right. And then it's just in general, it wasn't just sparking joy for me. And then I pivoted and then I got into writing about life and about love. And I was going through like a time in my life where I was really reflective upon certain things. And then I wrote about that and then it pivoted to like culture and, 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 and even, even more so the life story. So my point is that things pivot and change. And you also, to me, you want to stick to like, 
to be true to yourself. But at the same time, you said it perfectly. You started off doing the aesthetic, you were doing all these other things or whatever. And then you realized, well, this ain't for me. Like we're going to have to pivot and do something else. So you kind of, yeah, like you want to keep up with the trends, but you want to shift it. And you did say something that was pretty cool about um, uh, earlier about like, so yes, a lot of industries, unfortunately, are dominated by white men. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it does not, oftentimes it doesn't leave room for other people. And you're seeing all these, like, there's this idea that, excuse me, I just got married and there was a lot of, you know, content creation that I had done for our decorations and like all that stuff. And I use Canva and I love Canva. So I started thinking of an idea of something that I can do because I enjoyed it so much in the process of planning the wedding. I was like, oh my God, this is something that I can do, blah, blah, blah. So I get on YouTube and I see there's this girl that, or woman rather, that's doing these videos, teaching you how to make revenue off of something that you can create. And she goes into this whole thing. It's specific to Canva. And I'm looking at it and I'm seeing how many views she's getting. I'm seeing her website and I'm like, she's probably making so much money doing this. You know what I mean? And then, you know, my husband, he's really into like gaming and like engineering, those types of things. So he sits and he looks at all these YouTube videos and I'm like, these people are making so much money on YouTube, on Twitch. You're right. We're, we're the black women. We're the black women that are like kind of in the space saying, Hey, this is how you can come up. Right. There's not that many. There's not that many. I I mean, I could think of maybe like, (laughs) I could think of maybe like a couple, including yourself, maybe like two or three that I kind of know that are doing that. And there are some that are doing it, but they're gatekeeping or they're not sharing yes. the information. Yes. And I'm just going to be real. They're gatekeeping no, it you are absolutely and they're not right. sharing it. So you are absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like sitting there making all their money in secret and just not, you know what I mean? It's like, it's fine. You don't have to talk about it. But I personally, I want other black women in this space. I want us to make a lot of money and I want us to go on mastermind retreats and figure out what works yes. for you or what works for you. And we could talk about it and we could have a Bellini and then we could come back home <laughs> and then we can make more money. Like, I just, I want that for us. I don't want to be sitting in so, I mean, I'm, you know, love my white people, but I don't want to be sitting there she and talking that. to somebody <laughs> else. Like I want uh, to sit somebody that looks like me. I want, yeah. it's not, and I'm not saying that what I'm doing is easy by any means because it's not. Yeah. But it's just something that you can do and that you love because I love it. I love it from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. I love what sure. I do. And I notice other people that would love it too. If they put the work in, they would make a good amount of money. So mm-hmm. and it's the flexibility it's given me as a mother of three kids, you know, it's priceless. Hmm. So I really, really, really would want more black women in general to make money off their blogs and work on their blogs full-time and, and offer the people what they want. Mm-hmm. And so on your blog, you talk about a lot of different things. What are some mm-hmm. of the, is it necessarily that the stuff that you're writing about food recipes and, you know, all these different things, that's what's driving the traffic. Cause you're passionate about like being a mom and, and, yeah. you know, about fitness and about all these yeah. things. And that's driving the traffic to those articles and therefore creating revenue for yourself. Is that kind of really what you're doing? Exactly. So mm-hmm. my overall content umbrella, as I like to call it, is everything for the busy mom. Mm-hmm. So I do principles for the busy mom, things for their kids, 
fitness for the busy mom, you know, um, and lots of recipes for the busy mom, things that you could take to your kid's Halloween party or, you know, things to keep the kids busy um, on Christmas Eve, you know, quick hot chocolate recipes that you can make, all kinds of things to help the busy mom. Because I know what it's like to be a busy That's mom because right. I am one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. everything that I put up goes through that very, um, it's like a, like a, I don't know what the word is, like a, but it's just, I look at it very closely to make sure that a busy mom would find this useful. There's nothing that goes up on my website that wouldn't help a busy mom or someone that loves to cook, you know, mm-hmm. especially a busy mom that loves to cook. Sure. So that's my, that's my content umbrella. And I get traffic from Pinterest, Google, Facebook, you know, pretty much everywhere. Twitter's not a big one for me. But, you know, I get traffic from lots of different places. And once the ads are shown, people don't have to interact. They don't have to click on them or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But once the ads are shown, I get paid for it. So every single person that looks at my website, I get paid for. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Excuse me. And then in terms of... you know, we want to talk about the highs. We got to talk about the lows too. So yes, let's, talk yes. about, <laughs> let's talk about challenges. So mm-hmm. what are, what have been, I guess, or still are maybe some of the challenges that you faced, you know, in this space, you know, is it, I, I can imagine that there are times where it's constant and you're seeing like website traffic spikes and you're like, oh, this is great. You know, like people yeah. are checking this out. And then there might be times that not so much, or even like, coming up with the ideas coming up like sometimes you just have like a brain block and you're just like oh my gosh what do I write about now what do I do now do you put pressure on yourself to like say okay I need to have this content that's going to be great and amazing because if not it's you know I'm not going to get that traffic like how does your how does that process work when you kind of hit those hit those uh roadblocks yeah I mean the roadblocks will come especially with traffic um I spoke about earlier today that in October Google like molly whopped my site. Like Google mm-hmm. is just like, hey girl, we don't like you anymore. You can't sit with us. So <laughs> um, so I had to like really step it up in other places. So I had to, I hired someone to help me with my Pinterest so that we could turn that up a little bit. And then I hired um someone to help me up with help me with Google web stories and not sure how that's working out yet, but we still, we'll we still there. on a fence about that, <laughs> but you know, but I'm still like hiring folks to help me out when things are kind of going left a little bit. And there's also like January, February, March, which is the lowest revenue months in general. Um, the Q4, which is now, is always very high, great, beautiful, lots of money. But January, February, March, you have to be ready for those months to be low because mm-hmm. there's something called RPM. And the RPM is basically the number, the amount of money they'll pay you per thousand um, visitors. Mm-hmm. And that usually gets cut by 60% in January. Wow. So you have is to be ready. Of, but why? Like, is it... The ad spend is just a thousand times more in Q4 than it is in Q1. Okay. People are not looking for the yummy, savory recipes. People are looking for fitness stuff, which I have, but Mm -hmm. people are just more on the internet in November, October, and December versus January, February, and March, where they're probably just, you know, 
hanging out inside and not scrolling as much. Yeah, that's like a trend, I guess, is just how it is in Q1. Okay, okay, that yeah. makes sense. I would have never thought of that, though. Like, I just wouldn't have thought that those months there would be kind of like a down, you know, a down. There is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we all, as a publisher, you kind of have to be ready for that mm-hmm. um, financially and mentally because <laughs> sure, it's kind of sure. hard when after seeing all these nice numbers at the end of the year and then you wake up on January 1st, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, do not panic. <laughs> I've been doing this for five years now, but still on January 1st, I'm like, oh, I'm holding on tight. It's like you keep refreshing like your Google revenue analytics. Yeah, you I'm just, like, you're is, like, is something wrong? This can't be live. It's, can you guys check on this? Because this is, mm-mm. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely one of the lows. Um, mm-hmm. The traffic, I mean, traffic has been pretty consistent, which is great. But again, it really depends on what the advertisers are giving at the time. Um, but like, honestly, it's, it's you just got to roll with the punches. You have to. You have to remember one thing I always do mm-hmm. is that when things seem slow and low, I always go into my Google Analytics and I go and I look at last year. And I'm sure. like, wait, I am up 1200%. Will you stop? Go take a nap somewhere there because you is. are doing the most, you know? Yeah. So I always encourage that in the blogger Facebook groups too. They're like, look at where you were last year, then come back, then take a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you have like, um, I would say not support groups. I don't know if support groups is like the right word, but maybe mm-hmm. support groups. Like, do you have mm-hmm. like groups of other bloggers? Like, is that a space or a community that you have or a leading for other bloggers that are in this process as well or doing the same thing that you're doing? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Mediavine is my publisher and they're, I call them my employer, but they're not my employer. They just pay me for, <laughs> for ads, but mm-hmm. um, they have a publisher group and these people are, you know, really smart, really smart. And some of these people have five, six, seven blogs making five figures a month each. And they are really like raking in the dough. So I kind of pay attention. I've always got my eye on them, see Mm -hmm. what they're talking about. Um, And even just the other day I went in and they were talking about the Google update and how it affected a lot of them negatively as well. So it kind of put me at ease. But Mm -hmm. I was like, it's not just me. We have people out there with good content that Google is just not messing with right now. So wow. yeah, is no. That, but why a question? Why is that? Is it just I don't know. It's huh. literally you have to roll with Google, whatever they say goes. That is so interesting. I just I the, I you know, I ask because I'm thinking about you know, is it okay? I don't know if this is a thing, but people say on Instagram, you can get shadow banned. That's like the big thing now is like, oh, I am being shadow banned. Like people can't see my stuff, whether it's using certain hashtags or certain captions or, you know, whatever. And basically shadow banning is that people aren't seeing your stuff and you're posting. And there's a lot of content creators that I follow, um, you know, on my Hey Alicia Instagram. And I will see that, you know, they usually get, I mean, upwards of hundreds, thousands of likes per post because people are engaged with their content. And all of a sudden they'll post something and they have maybe a hundred likes, like not even, you know what I mean? Um, And they're not having that much engagement. You kind of wonder why, but people say it happens on TikTok as well. I've heard that Mm -hmm. also that it mm-hmm. happened. So I, I was just, I don't know. I was wondering if there was any sort of like correlation there, but I guess it's just, you kind of roll with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Google, Google. It, I wouldn't say it's the same. Um, mm-hmm. I think in those events, they're like targeted. Those mm-hmm. types of influences are targeted, but sure. I feel like with Google, they just update all the time. Like you could, when oh, you okay. there's a thing called SEMrush and when you look, 
every two weeks they're just literally rolling out algorithm updates every two weeks and sometimes that algorithm update will shoot you to the moon and your pockets are full and then sometimes it'll slam you down that's what kind of happened to me over the last like six months and so I was just I was cruising to the top and then mid-October it was like went all the way down so you know you just gotta roll with the punches and I'm hoping things will level out and usually what I hear in those groups is that when you kind of get hit by the algorithm it comes back eventually so it's Mm -hmm. all about patience at this point patience oh my god well a lot of things are about patience as an entrepreneur yes (laughs) a lot of things are about patience you're not gonna see immediate success right away that's very rare when it happens Mm -hmm. but it's like you have to set up realistic expectations I've even told people as well like a podcast I mean this for example I I didn't just get listeners on day one I mean other than like my family and like friends you know I don't get it's just it you know that doesn't happen right away it takes time you know um I so it's funny I've seen some of your posts or when you repost rather on, um, on, uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What is like your favorite, actually name a blog or one of your articles that has done really well. Um, and your favorite recipe because we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're hungry. <laughs> so it's, this one's really crazy. I shot this recipe originally in 2013. Wow. Yeah. Like 2013, <laughs> I shot this recipe. It's a crock pot balsamic um, brown sugar pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. And you put it in and it's so good. And the sauce is amazing. It's so amazing. Oh, I love it so much. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was doing really well for like the first year. Fell off the, didn't even, like nobody was looking at it at all. And in 2020, during one of those crazy cooking maniacal situations also trying to trying to keep my mind off of what was going on literally outside my door um I reshot it it took off on Pinterest and it just got picked up by Google earlier this year so now it gets I think 2,000 views a day wow you're joking that is amazing if you look at the Pinterest comments if you if you even look for just crockpot balsamic brown sugar you'll see it in Pinterest, it'll be one of the first um, that comes up. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the comments, it'll, it, it just warms your heart. Oh, I love it so much. My family loved it. It's like, oh, this little recipe is just like changing lives. I love it. Mm-hmm. So that is the most popular recipe on my blog. But the one that I make the most on my blog that's also very popular, not nearly as possible as the other one, mm-hmm. is a chicken tenders recipe that my kids and my husband love. Okay. Really? Okay. It's literally barbecue chips, flour with a little bit of seasoning, and eggs. And then a chicken tenderloin and you're done. That's it. it is, they love it. And it's like 10 minutes on each side. Bake it 10 minutes on each side. Yeah. And I, and I put some fries in the air fryer and child dinner is done. They love it so much. Oh my God. That sounds so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like they love it. I don't eat chicken personally. I mean, just because I'm a weirdo, but they mm-hmm. love it. And you are not a weirdo for not eating chicken because chicken. let me tell, okay. I just want to tell y'all something. So <laughs> tell you guys something. Here we go. So I have this weird thing and maybe someone who's listening can tell me what it is or maybe I can go to the doctor, but I cannot, <laughs> not all chicken is created equal and I cannot eat all chicken. There are times uh-huh. where I will eat, so, like I will eat chicken 
And it's honestly mostly when it's boneless. I think if I'm having chicken that has, you know, that's bone in, if I'm having that chicken, I never don't really have this problem. But if it is boneless chicken, I've sometimes had boneless chicken where my body literally reacts and I want to just, huh. yeah, no and way. Yes. Yes. And then I will have chicken that's not, bo- that then I will have chicken, sorry, that is boneless again, and I will be perfectly fine. It is very weird with me with chicken. And I've, the other day I was like, do you have like a chicken deficiency? <laughs> what the hell is this? But it's very strange. So you're okay. not, you're, you're not Okay. Weird, you're I mean. my soul sister because yeah. like, dude, I cannot do it. I've never been able to do it since I was a kid, but really? I'll make wow. all kinds of chicken for my family because they love it. And they it's love cheaper chicken, yeah. than yeah, steak, yeah. what I like. Yeah. And but they yeah. love chicken. So I'll make it. I have tons of chicken in the freezer right now that I'll just make for them. I make stew chicken. I make jerk chicken. I make all kinds of chicken mm-hmm. um, for them. But I also have to make a second a second meal for myself. For you, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so interesting. Well, I'm definitely, what we're going to do, everyone, we're going to share all of these links so you can check out the chicken tender yeah. recipe and you can so check out, it's, it's the crock pot balsamic brown sugar. Is that what you said? Yeah, pork, pork tenderloin. I know that's right. Pork tenderloin. Okay. Okay. And so it's funny you and I share that we have some of the same heritage from Jamaica. Yeah. And, um, I, so we talk about chicken or do you have some Caribbean recipes in there as well? Like on your website? Oh, I do. Now, yeah. Now so I'm I into have, it. <laughs> yeah. I have an authentic Jamaican rice and peas recipe that has done yes. well since the moment I put it up five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my favorite recipe. I get so many comments, DMs about the recipe. Girl, one time I was I was cooking dinner for myself and I got a DM. They're like, um, your website is down on Instagram. And I'm like, uh-uh. what? <laughs> so I went on and she was right. My 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 website Did was down. Crash? I was getting like a yeah, it was getting an influx of traffic from another post. So then I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I think it's back up now, like an hour later. And she was like, yeah, because I need my rice and peas recipe. I said, uh-uh. okay, girl. <laughs> she didn't even know me. We had never spoken before. She was like, this is the only rice and peas recipe I use. I said, okay, girl, don't worry. It's back. It's back. I didn't want to tell her to take a screenshot of it, but I was like, it's back. <laughs> it's back. Oh my God. That, no. But I mean, it's obviously when the website is down, it's like, oh my God, the website is down, but it's also yeah. kind of a good problem to have because that means that yeah. you have people that are actively going to your website. See, right. these are the kind of problems that we all want everybody that's listening <laughs> to this particular episode we're like we want these problems we want yes, these and kind people things. to alert you of the problem because <laughs> I was literally true. cooking dinner I had no idea what was going on yeah that's yeah. true well it seems like a lot of this is is good information I mean I know that I'm definitely taking some things out of this I've been like taking little notes and yeah um, just taking stuff out of it I think you know for me it's honest, it really is one of those things where you mentioned Pinterest and that's something that I've, I have a Pinterest and I've tried to get into it, but then Pinterest setting up the business Pinterest is actually a pain in the butt. And you talk, (laughs) it's actually a little bit of a pain in the butt, but, um, we'll, we'll get into that. But I've heard a lot of people that have made some really good money off of Pinterest, like Mm -hmm. really, really good money. And there's actually someone 
else who I was following on Twitter, I may have unfollowed because they oh. might have like liked some some crazy stuff that I was like immediately. No. Oh. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, the Bye, unfollow girl. and block mm-hmm. finger is quick for me, y'all. It is Same. quick. Same. It's quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Um, but no, but I feel like there was someone else that I saw and she would always talk about Pinterest and how that was making her so much revenue. Um, listen, I just planned a wedding, Pinterest for outfits. If I'm going on a date night, I'm literally like movie date night outfit like and I just like looking yep. it up like I use pictures yep. for everything so I can see how that could make people a ton of money and make you you know a ton of money yeah. and people are constantly going to your um, don't forget nails website. you can get lots of nice nails designs that's girl. right that's right mm-hmm. so okay now let's talk about the next big thing which I love your TikToks. I think oh, they are you. so funny. <laughs> I think they're so funny. Girl, I'm, can always, I tell you? I'm always like, don't have that heart. I think it's so, I think they're funny. That is like, that is the place where I'm my most clear, raw self because I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm just up there like, this is me. Yes. <laughs> As well, you should be. Yeah. As well, you should be. I think that, I think TikTok, here's the thing, you guys. So (laughs) I love TikTok. And I remember at first being a little bit overwhelmed by the platform because it's a lot of content. Like it's literally video after video after video. And And I remember being at you. And it, yeah. And it's just like, it's coming at you. It's coming in hot. And you're like, this is a lot. But I think that I have learned so much on TikTok. And I've engaged with so many people, again, in the process of planning a wedding, having a home. There's so much advice that, like, I have seen and gone on TikTok or following people that are credible. Because again, as with any social media platform, you're going to get people that absolutely are not credible. They're spewing out things that they have no backing, you know, whether it's political stuff or whether it's just like nonsensical metal, medical advice, whatever. But there are really a lot of credible people on the app. And there are yeah. so many people also that just create fun content. And I yes. think for me, it's it's good escapism. I'm sorry. Yes. Like I get good resourceful things, content on there. And then I also get the escapism component of it which I love you know and um I appreciate the things about being a mom or like when the kids make a mess or like the yeah. husband's I just think it's so funny I'm like yes, yeah I relate like, <laughs> like yes. hashtag, I relate mm-hmm. so follow Nelly on TikTok because it's hilarious and I'm oh. glad that that's where you feel that you can be your like authentic self yeah, like I'm not looking for any brand I mean I'm generally now I'm not looking for any brand deals but it's just sure. I always felt like all of the social media that I've done for the past 10 years or so has always been through a lens a bit Mm. like I'm like oh somebody looks at my would they judge me would they be upset with me and I feel free on Twitter and I feel free on TikTok and um I just have a good time and I laugh at myself and I do not take myself seriously at all and I think that (laughs) is why it's so fun for me that's good it's funny I actually had a um like I was creating content more so last year um because I just had more time and then the past this past year I didn't as much um, but I remember trying to actually like create the TikToks and I'd be like, oh my God, this is like such a pain, like actually creating the TikTok. <laughs> and it's like in those moments, I'm, I mean, Hey, my generation, we brought in social media. So yeah, I know how to create a thing or two. So when it's like seeing, you know, my little nephew, he's like super young and he can literally create a TikTok, like off the dome, like using effects. And I'm like, what even is happening? But there's other apps you all that can help create TikToks. Yeah. There's like CapCut, which I just mm-hmm. recently discovered the other day, which is pretty cool. Um, and there's just a lot of different apps you can create 
outside of TikTok if you need to, and then <laughs> upload it if it's, you know, kind of complicated. Um, but outside of that, again, you can find some really cool content on TikTok. And, you know, you don't always go viral on TikTok, but yeah. like you said, it's just being yourself and being fun. It's like an outlet. You don't take yourself seriously. You just 100%. Ah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whatever, who cares? So exactly. tell us about some upcoming uh, projects or maybe some upcoming things you have coming on that people can get excited about. Well, I'm still working on my website. I work on it every day. Um, honestly, I do believe that working on it every day has gotten me to where I am now. And it, every year my revenue has doubled. So I'm like, if I can double my revenue by next year, I'd be in a really good place. Good place. So, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so I, I'm still working on that. Um, I'm doing one-on-one consultations with bloggers to help them dig through their content, figure out what's working, what's not working. Um, I've been doing those for the past couple of months now, and the course is still available. And I'm just still being silly on TikTok. So that's that's all I got going <laughs> on right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have going on. Well, it's still a lot, and you're doing you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing you. great. You. You're doing great. So where can everybody find you? Where can the folks, you know, find you, find your blog, find all your cool stuff, and definitely your um uh, your book, your content creation book or traffic's course book. Yeah. So the course is at trafficktricks.com. So it's T-R-A-F-F-I-C dash tricks.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my actual website is brooklynactivemama.com. Um, I'm on TikTok as Brooklyn Active Mama and I'm on Instagram as Glam Nelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So everybody definitely make sure um, to give Nelly a follow, subscribe to her website. Um, I think that this has been great. I mean, we've learned yeah. a lot <laughs> in this and, <laughs> um, and even again, like things that we can all take away. You have me thinking um, about some things I can do and I've had my blog yeah. for a while, but just thinking about some stuff that I can do and how I can pivot. And maybe you mentioned umbrella and, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like making sure things don't always have to be so niche, but the more you kind of narrow it down a little bit and make sure you're targeting a specific audience, that's really important. And as much as we might be multifaceted and we want to talk about a million different things and we have all these different ideas, the more you kind of, kind of streamline it a little bit, the better it'll be. Um, so you just had to have my brain going a little bit too. So (laughs) definitely. (laughs) I mean, honestly, honestly, the, the, when somebody reaches your blog and they come for one piece of content sure. and they realize that you have 10 other pieces, sure, that's when you, that's when you get a fan, you know, that's, that's when you get someone that falls in love with you and they sign up for your email list and they want to stay in touch with you because you're giving them what they want. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Give the people what they want. Give the people <laughs> what they want. That's it. Well, you all, this has been fantastic. I am, I'm so excited to put this post up, <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode up. I, like I said, I know that people are truly going to enjoy it. Um, I, of course, please be sure to subscribe everyone. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our website or to our podcast, rather, um, you can follow me on almost all social media. I am Hey Alicia Hey. Uh, you can also follow. We have a Chit Chat Connoisseur Instagram. We don't use it too often, but I do have an Instagram and a Twitter as well, just in case, you know, just want to hold on to them handles. Um, and then also, <laughs> in addition to subscribing, we would love, love, love if you give us a rating on Spotify, Apple music anywhere you listen to uh your favorite podcast i appreciate you all nelly i appreciate you and we will talk to everybody soon um please stay off social media if you can't take it (laughs) touch grass touch grass
they grass. are such grass, such grass. All right. Chat soon, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. For more Chit Chat Connoisseur, check out Haleisha.com slash podcast. Can't wait till next time. Chat soon.